In our previous podcast, we were considering how the language of culture was part of the way we need to consider the Matthew narrative. For the past 30 to 40 years, the disciples had taught through an oral tradition. But Matthew has taken upon himself to write these stories down as they were being passed along through their oral prospect. And he has arranged them for us so that we see Jesus in a specific way. Matthew wants us to know that Jesus is the Messiah from the line of David. Jesus is the new authoritative teacher like Moses, but also Jesus is God with us, Emmanuel. I suggested to you in the last podcast that Jesus will act and speak in some ways with parallel connection to the cultures of his own day. He will also use images, parables, and ideas that the Jewish hearer will relate in their listening to Jesus' message. In the introductory chapters 1 through 3, Matthew shows us how Jesus is the Messiah from the line of David and how he is also Emmanuel. But Matthew wants us to clearly see how Jesus is also the new Moses. Jesus has come out of Egypt. He has passed through the baptism of the Jordan River, and he has entered the wilderness for 40 days. Then Jesus goes onto the mountain to deliver his new teaching. Through this, Matthew is trying to illustrate that Jesus is the promised one who is greater than Moses. He will deliver the people from slavery. He will give them a new divine teaching. He will save them from their sins, and he will create a new covenant relationship between God and his people. It has been suggested that this Moses perspective is why Matthew divided his center section of his book into five specific parts, creating a parallel with the five books of Moses, highlighting Jesus as this new authoritative teacher. In the first section, chapters 4 through 7, Jesus comes into this picture announcing the arrival of God's kingdom. This new kingdom is a rescue operation. It is taking place through Jesus' life. Yet the disciples will not understand this until much later in the story. Jesus has come to confront evil. Jesus has come to restore God's kingdom. And Jesus has come to create a new family of people. A group of people who will follow him, obey his teaching, and live under his rule. Jesus will conclude this first section by talking with his followers on a hillside in the northern region of the Sea of Galilee, and he will start to explain to them how to live in God's kingdom. This is certainly an upside-down kingdom with no privileged members. Everyone is invited to come and follow. No one is excluded from this new kingdom. Jesus says he has come to fulfill the law not to abolish it. His life and his teaching is for 
the transformation of his disciples so they can truly love their neighbor and love their enemy as their self. In our next podcast, we will begin to look at how Jesus brings the kingdom into reality of the daily lives of the people. And we will see how the nine stories illustrate God bringing his power of the kingdom into the lives of broken and hurting people.